Inside the Man Cave with Johnny Compion. Oh. Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Follow me on Twitter at Johnny Compion. I want to start off today or tonight because I only come out at night. It's too freaking hot. I'm a vampire right now. I live at night. So hopefully I can uh, give you a couple of minutes of entertainment to get you through this heat if you're in South Texas. It's killing us down here, man. It's brutal. But I want to start off with the little news I got about this show. I started out with four subscribers a couple years ago when I started this channel. So I've been at four for a few years. I never paid attention. I'm not about, you know, trying to like buy listeners or viewers. Or listen to some of my opinions about some of the big topics that are going on around us in the music world, in the sports world. Basically anything, anything that's going on. I'm going to try to throw it out to you. So anyway, I want to start off with uh, thanking some of my new subscribers. Welcome into the Man Cave Podcast Show. I'm up to 15, guys. 15. In an earlier podcast, I think last week, I put it out there and I said, Hey, you know what? If I can get 10, 10 subscribers by December, I would do something you know, I don't know. I don't know what I promised. I'll go back and listen. And uh, if I put a bet up, I, I, I will fess up to it. But, man, I appreciate it. I pre- It might not seem nothing to you guys. Like 15 subscribers, oh, God, that's nothing. You know, the way I started this thing was out of nothing. I just, one day I was like, you know what, I want to do this. I want to really put 100% into uh, podcasting. Since I've been in the business for a few years of podcasting, producing podcast shows, so why not why not jump on and do my own, right? So that's where that whole idea started to start this adventure. And I'm 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 saying it's an adventure because it it gets kind of crazy because you start your adrenaline going, you know, once you start thinking about topics and you the way you want to come out and talk about the show or things that you want to bring up, you kind of, you know, you want to have something kind of off the wall and, you you know, a different angle to what you're hearing out there just to keep people engaged a little. But, man, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys subscribing, 
getting a lot of love and traffic on my YouTube page. Keep that up. Follow me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. You know, link up my name on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends. Okay, now I'm pitching, right? Now I'm pitching. Yeah, follow me, follow me. You know, I learned today because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to go out and uh, do something live. I'm like, I'm gonna go out and record something, and I couldn't do that with uh, with YouTube because I don't have 50 subscribers yet. So you have to have 50 <laughs> subscribers. I'm far from it. So maybe in a couple years, I'll be able to go live. You know, out when I'm out and about, if I see something. Uh, but I can do it on my phone. Either way, just record and upload it to you guys. But, man, it's it's such a cool thing. Makes me happy inside that you guys are, are kind of enjoying this. Even though I told you guys from the beginning, the people that have been there from the beginning, I'm not a pro at this, man. I'm, I'm a <laughs> – I was a guy that was in radio for years and was just behind the scenes and just had a good time doing it, had fun doing it, worked with a lot of great people. So it's just part, it's been part of my life. So now I, I want to share some of my experiences and talk about some of the topics that, that come across my radar in the music business, local, national, because uh, music is a huge part. I've had, uh, I had a couple guys email me on, or DM me on Twitter, and this guy, you know, he was pretty cool. He's a listener. He's been listening to some of my work on the professional podcast side uh, of the business. And he, he just had lots of praises. It was really cool to hear. Um, he wanted some playlists because I, I do play a lot of music and I love it. I, I It's my passion. So I'm going to share some of that with him. I'm going to send him a playlist and share that. So those kind of things I'll do. You know, if you if you follow me on Twitter and you send me a suggestion about a topic or if you don't agree on something, I I'll, I'll answer and I'll try to get it on, and you know get you guys on to to kind of explain yourself or if you know you just you're just bored, you want to kill some time somewhere. This is the place to do it, right? I don't mind. I'm just hanging out, having a, co- a couple of beers, uh, looking at this sports mix. With a bunch like bull riding and the Lakers game, NFL, um, some baseball highlights, I guess some wrestling. Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, I'm not here to do that, watch TV. And it's crazy because I, I haven't been watching TV that much. I just kind of been turning it off. Normally, I'm watching the news, national news, and following a couple other shows on the sports side. So I like to listen to other opinions on the East Coast, West Coast, national, national media. Because NFL is coming up. The NFL is back. The training camps are open all over the United States. And, I, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to hear. It's music to my ears. It's great to see that because uh, being a former huge Cowboy fan, I was always looking forward to the Dallas Cowboys training camp because I was able to attend a few. 
in Oxnard and here in San Antonio. But it was always better to go to Oxnard because you're in the West Coast and um, it was just fun. You know, we'd fly into Burbank and then kind of go all the way up to Calabasas and make our local stops that we always wanted. When you go there a couple times, you're like, okay, let's stop here. Let's eat here. Let's do that. Let's pick up some food, go to the room, go hang out, get ready for for the broadcast and, and what you're doing out there, your job, your assignments. So it was cool to see that, you know, you, you watch that and it gets excited. Your juice is flowing for NFL football. And uh, you're seeing it, you know, you're seeing it all over, you know, the media and uh, on TV, which is cool. There's been a lot of movement with contract signing. And so, it, man, it's, it's just, like I said, it's getting the juices flowing. You know, Kyler Murray got his paycheck I don't even know how many. It just makes me sick to hear it. But they they earn it, man. Those guys work hard. They you know, they play hard. Um, their bodies go through so much. They earn that. But they they love the game overall. They love the game. So it's exciting to bring up NFL football and talk about the Cowboys, the Texans, the Saints. Oh, God. And, uh, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is back in the news. Oh, again? I mean, he was doing Jeopardy a while back, and I really dug that. I really dug the fact that he was able to go up there and – because that's one of my shows. I love Jeopardy. But, you know, watching Trebek and, you know, rest in peace. So when you you saw Aaron Rodgers – Try, well, he was trying out, or I don't know what it, what the storyline was on there, but it was great to watch Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he was good. I thought, I was like, this guy has a chance. He has an opportunity to change up in this, his career and go or do both. Who knows? Who knows? It was great. It was great to see that. But there's a viral video going on, <laughs> and check it out. Wasn't that hilarious? That's Aaron Rodgers, man. I couldn't pull that off. He, natural, man. Promo. So, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, he's a jokester. He loves it. If you listen to, he's been on some podcasts that he goes on. And he opens up to these guys. It's at local guys in his area. And they, and they love him because he opens up and he's like an open book. And I wish he had something like that, right, where you can just reach out to a good friend like Aaron Rodgers and get him on and kind of pick his brain about the game, life, and just everything. But he's a jokester. <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that uh, um, Nicolas Cage <laughs> is, is getting a little laugh about it. Con Air. It was awesome. It was so cool. I just, I was like, man, this is what I, I'm ready for. I'm ready for the football season to start. I'm ready for all the uh, the antics and and the, the trash talking, you know, with your friends. And so, it's exciting 
The Dallas Cowboys are out in Oxnard right now. They arrived in Oxnard. Jerry's out there doing his thing. Um, we'll play a lot of Jerry because he says so many things about winning a championship. And you hear that every single year when they open up that mic to Jerry. Well, uh, the, uh, uh, the secret sauce. Uh, the Jenny, the Jenny, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's why we're here, to be uh, trite. Uh, we're trying to find the secret sauce to get us another one. And uh, uh, it's uh, about as, uh, it's certainly the most challenging thing that I've ever been involved in. And I have have been involved in a lot of things, but uh, putting it together so that we can uh, uh, get a team to uh, win the uh, uh, Super Bowl is uh, uh, has been real challenging. I admit it, and uh, it's given me that much more resolve to uh, get it done. But I don't know about the secret sauce. I've had a lot of sauce too. Hey, as a matter of fact, I've had several people recommend when you don't get in the Super Bowl, uh, the what you do is drink a lot. Romo was a miracle. It was a miracle. State of the Cowboys. Jerry, oh, I want to win a championship. I want it this year. Yeah, Jerry, we know you want it this year. Not going to happen, man. Sorry, Jerry. Just because you got that star on your helmet doesn't mean anything. He's going to hand it to you. But we'll see. Personally, Zeke Elliott, I think this is it. This is your make or break year. You have not, not done anything for this team. I can't believe Emmett hasn't, hasn't paid him a visit. Emmett should have already been there and paid a visit to Ezekiel Elliott and said, hey, come hang out with me. Because you know if, if you know, 88, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, on the receiver side, C.D. Lamb is, is dealing with something and he's just not, not feeling it, you know the playmaker would come in he didn't need the cameras to come up and sh- he would just show up and put cd and say hey look let's let's sit down and talk where's your mind at you we need you know in dallas we we, we want to win we want another champion we need to get jerry another championship before or jerry moves well, on i need to win it i need i need to win it uh uh but uh, uh i'll be candid with you uh, uh, uh there's degrees uh, I want to be fair to everybody concerned. Uh, we need to uh, 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 be in the playoffs. We need to be viable in the playoffs to have a, be a successful season. It's not going to be this year, Jerry. Not this year, Jerry. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same, same thing every year. There's a couple of highlights. I'll play a couple of highlights from the arrival of the Dallas Cowboys in Oxnard, California. The NFL season is around the corner and the Dallas Cowboys have officially arrived in Oxnard for training camp. Offensive guard Zach Martin says this month will be big for the Cowboys. We still are finding our, our identity as a team. Obviously, every year is different. So, um, you know, this, this next month out here is going to be big for us to find that identity. Well, I'm sure what was it today? It probably was like 76. It's beautiful mountains. Well, I think they build condos and stuff around it. So uh, 
when I was going, there was a golf course. There was no condos. It was just wide open space, man. Two fields. There were hotels. They would just walk back to the room. San Antonio, when they, they did it in San Antonio, when they did training camp in San Antonio, they hated that. They hated go, you know, practicing in, in, in the Dome. It's indoors. They didn't like all the crickets. That's, all, that's one thing that they talked about. They're like, too many crickets, man, all over the place. Shit. Why in the hell is Wolf not cleaning that stuff up? Clean it up, Nelson. The mayor. Before you uh, bring the, the XFL in, clean those crickets out in there, man. You know, get some new popcorn. Change out those beer tabs. Open it up. Let's bring some chainsaws. Let's cut the top off the Alamo Dome. Let's cut the top off the Alamo Dome. Let's do it before Motley gets here because, man, I've seen a lot of highlights and video on YouTube. And they're playing these baseball stadiums, and it, it just looks beautiful, man. It, it's, it's so cool to see. And uh, I, I'm really envious because you're going to, when they, they, they're making their way to Texas. They're on a two-week break right now, Motley Crew on the stadium tour. And uh, they're ramping up for the, for the second leg. So they they all flew home, took a break. They're they're old man. They, these guys are up there in age, so they they need a little break. I mean, if you noticed, if you've been watching and following all the activities, because I have, I'm I'm a freak like that. If you've been following all the activities of the stadium tour, these guys they ramp it up. At, at Tommy Lee, you know, before this started, before we knew about the ribs and all that stuff. You know, he has a tour bus parked and hey, hey, the tour bus is on IG. And he's like, check it out. I'm getting my tour bus loaded, golf cart, all loaded. So, whoa, that must be fun. That must be fun, man. I I'm envious. I, I love what those guys do. And it made me think of, because today I was on IG, speaking of IG, Instagram. I ran across a post from a... Uh, one of the fo people I follow, I think they're uh, um, some some artist. I, I don't know the name right off the back. But um, they had this this picture, yeah, and they had a question in it. It said, if you could tour with one band for a week, what band would that be? What a great question, right? Who would you want to tour with? For a week, go on the road, hang out, do sound check, eat dinner, go out. If you could, if you're that big, you can't go out without an entourage. Or you could be in another band where you're really incognito and you're like, cool, I can flow into town, come in, go hang out at my favorite spots, and then make it back for sound check. Get some rest, prepare, do the show, next city. That's a good question. Who would it be for a week? I brought it up, what I was talking about earlier, about bringing up Motley Crue. I would love to do that, but it just seems like I've met Nikki Six before a few years ago when he was with 6AM, and he was like... <laughs> 
I don't know. It's it's all business, man, for these guys. They're like, hurry up, you know, let's do a meet and greet, and we're moving forward. You're, and I always try to get at the end of the line because I'm like, okay, I want to just kind of just pick your brain at a couple things because, you know, you follow these guys and these bands for years. Some of you, not 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 everybody, but I do because that's that's what I like to do, you know. Um, so they they live interesting lives. Uh, but I don't know if I'd want to be around Motley Crue twenty four seven for a week. They just seem like they go their own, their separate ways with their families, and they move on because they. I, I was reading that they were not they were they were like on a on a COVID protocol. I'm not too sure about that, but I think it was like the Stones. The Rolling Stone did the same thing. They didn't want anybody around them, you know, no friends or family. They were just like, hey. We're coming in to do a show, and we're getting out. Nobody get near us. Don't don't cough on me. Get get stay back. So I would I don't know. I don't I would it would be in, maybe in the early years. Maybe in the late nineties. Yeah, that would have been a cool time to to hang out with Motley Crue for a week. Not now, not now. And that Metallica would be the same way. You wouldn't want to hang with Metallica. They're they're all like, uh, no, don't don't come around me. I got to go drink some green tea and I got to meditate and then I got to catch my car and then I'm getting my private plane. And I'm going home. Bye. Interesting question. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion. Let me know who you would like to spend a week with. One of your favorite bands of all time, or just somebody interesting that you see. And you were like, yeah, you know what? Those guys look like fun. I want to go spend some time with them. Right? There's a lot of bands to pick from. And a lot of guys that live some interesting lives. Like you see uh, Machine Gun Kelly. When he does his, there was some stuff that was going on that, that I was watching on Instagram. And the guy loves to do his shots, and he's, like, smoking, hanging out with his guys before they go on stage. They're all kind of hyped, and it's cool. See, those guys are like, we don't care. You know, they got the hot chicks around them. They're like, we're going to fucking party. We're going to go and kick some ass, and then we're going to party some more, and then we're going to finish the show and party some more and party more, 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 more. So why not, right? I mean, he just looks like he is, like, Dude, when like he's like Post Malone, same thing. Post Malone is a rock star. He is a rock star. I, I dig Post Malone. At, at first, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting the Post Malone thing. And then I listened to some of the music, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy is talent. Talent. He's very talented." Actually, I got I bought a couple of vinyls, picked them up, and just really cool, really skilled. You know, if you if you guys get a chance, look up on YouTube. He does uh, a Nirvana tribute. Uh, I think with Travis Barker. Really cool. Does a great job. And there was always a uh, like a Bud Light special that came on. Look that up with Post Malone. That's pretty cool to watch. So, yeah, who who would you guys spend a week with? I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. That's a I don't know. Slayer's gone. Ozzy wouldn't be fun. I've hung out with Ozzy before. 
but I didn't spend a week with them. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to come back on that one with you guys because uh, I I don't. That's that's a great one. I I don't know who I would spend. You know who I would like to spend a week with. That's a good question. Speaking of music concerts, something that came across my my radar was uh, the boss Bruce Springsteen. It was cool because a friend of mine went back and forth a little bit. He brought the fact, you know, he brought the fact that uh, Bruce Springsteen wasn't stopping in San Antonio and he was going to Austin. It's like, dude, that aren't you used to that? That happens all the time. It happens all the time. There, there's no place that they rather pass up than San Antonio. They rather go to Laredo than San Antonio. That's a fact. That's a fact right there for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, Austin gets all the cool shows. So you have to travel up. It's not that far of a drive. You know, to, to watch some good shows. But what got me is some people were outraged at Ticketmaster because the tickets for Bruce Springsteen were like $5,000. $5,000. You know what? I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but I, I understand people being outraged, especially right now. In the situation, our financial situation that this country's in. And people are still able to um, sustain, you know, a good amount of you know money to go and have, a, you know, a night out. Because it's just not... The five thousand for the ticket, right? And Ticketmaster came back, and I, I kind of just glanced through the article, and you know, chime back at me at Johnny Compion, you know, tweet at me or send me a DM. Let me know what you guys think about this because this is crazy. And now I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, pooping on the system they have, but you know what? If it's a business, I understand. And um, it's hard to get tickets. It's hard to get concert tickets. You know, I was trying to go to a, a show about a month ago. And to get in, it was $300 just to get on the floor, just to stand on the floor. You don't get a chair. You're just standing up. 300 bucks. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got to pay $20 to park. Have a couple drinks. Another seventy-five, something to eat, hundred dollars. <laughs> That's an expensive night out. They, I, I understand the business side. Ticketmaster came out and said, "We have to do this because, you know, you got these resellers and all just all this BS." You know, no wonder Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, they they went at it with Ticketmaster. I'm all for it. Yeah, that that's kind of BS. I mean, we're buying the merch, we're buying the music, the vinyls. The vinyls are expensive. Everything is crazy. The prices are just outrageous. Then you're gonna hit us with five G to come see you. 
Dude, I remember going to concerts at the Hemisphere. 1350, man. You'd go to Sears ticket office. <laughs> you go to the Sears ticket box office and you get you a ticket to see Dio or uh ACDC. Um you know, just Motley Crue. Now to see, it's almost the same as Bruce. You know, a $1,000 and up, man. If you want to sit close up, you're paying more than a G. And you're not that close. If you want to get really close, you're going to pay about three or 4000 That's That's too much. Just for a few hours in it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I've seen these shows. I've seen these bands multiple times. I've never seen The Boss live. I'd love to. But I'm not paying 5000 to see the boss. I'd rather just pop on some music, listen to that, have some wine and some beer, and go about my day and save the 5000 right? Live live the fight another day, man. Instead of just going up, there's people that, that have that kind of you know money at their dispense. I, I, I don't. That's crazy. I love the music. I support it. I buy the merch. I mean... You name it. You buy the wine, whatever they sell, whatever they put their name on. If you really love the musicians and the band, you support them 100%, you are going to spend, you're going to max your cards out and spend every cent you have on merch, on vinyl, on meet and greet passes, all the above, man. And I'm not hating on you. I would do it. But I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but when you've seen the bands once, twice, three times, all of a sudden they're hitting you up, dude. It's four fifty to come in, man, tonight. Four dollars no, four hundred and fifty. All right, here you go. It's outrageous. It is outrageous i'm sure that i'm gonna get some flack for this and yeah don't attend oh yeah dude i'm not you know but it's crazy i brought this up before some of the the bands you know that you've you followed you know if you've been there and you followed you know certain bands for a few years you um you buy the albums, you buy the cassettes multiple times on different formats. You're spending a lot of money on these bands and shirts every time you go see those bands. Now the shirts are crazy. Remember going to a Kiss show and they went at $50 a shirt. And uh, that was just a standard shirt, man. But if you wanted the cool limited edition shirt with whatever... Gene Simmons face. It's gonna cost you seventy five eighty. There's different tiers. <laughs> and people will buy it up. It's 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 a business. But at the end of the day, you know, you as the the uh, the fan, the consumer, right now, how are, are you sustaining that? It's crazy. Yeah, you, you do need to uh, 
That's outrageous for Ticketmaster to do that. And then today I get a, an email saying, hey, you get you get four tickets for $81. You know, they're trying to counteract. And, you know, because they're in the spotlight right now because fans are bringing that up, like 5,000. I mean, come on. How much of that percentage does Bruce really get and his bandmates? $5,000 a ticket for one. And then all the service tax. Oh, man. Maybe about over almost about 7,000. That's crazy. I love the music. I love, I mean, I know I've talked about, you know, going, wanting to see that residency in, in Las Vegas when U2 plays in 2023. But I got a feeling the tickets are going to, because that place is limited. It's going to be, you know, intimate. It's an intimate setting. The best sound system in the world. It costs over a billion dollars to make this thing. So you're going to get the riches of the rich that are U2 fans. are like, no, I want to be in the front. I will pay. You know what? Get out of my way. Go sit up there in the uh, $15,000 seats because these down here are mine. Me and my friends. That's why, that's, uh, that's why I have a, a bad feeling I'm not going to be able to see U2 in Vegas. That makes me sad. But anyway, yeah, that ran across my, my radar today. And it was, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Because I'm like, where have the days of the reasonable concert ticket, where, where's that day gone? It's gone. Just like everything else, right, that we're dealing with. I don't want to. I don't want to bum you out, bring you down, but it, it's something to think about. You know, like I said, there's people that that can and are doing it, and you know, more power to you, man. But uh, us people down here, it's it's hard for us to do that stuff. So whatever you're doing, Ticketmaster, make sure you don't forget about us, okay? Because we. We've been there, man. We we uh, we uh, bought tickets for years, so don't don't kind of put us out, man, and not be able to get to go see our favorite artist. Anyway, Ozzy Osbourne has released another single off his new album. I heard some of it on XM earlier when I was preparing to do this podcast. It sounds pretty cool. I don't know the name right off the top of my back. It's a new song. They just premiered it. Really catchy. The great harmonies. But the way it starts out, it reminded me of a, of a Black Sabbath old school song. Really cool. It was Ozzy, the guitar player. I mean, he's had so many great people come in because Ozzy has a great group of friends around him that when he picks up the phone you know they'll answer it and be like hey Oz man what can I do for you and and he was talking to the host on the um the Ozzy um XM channel Ozzy's Boneyard and he you know the host 
think his name's Billy something. I, I anyway. Yeah, so I, I see that and then so I start listening. And Ozzy sounds like he's so bummed. Like, dude, you're going on the road and I can't go. Like he's like he's recovering still. He had that neck surgery again, and hopefully Oz will be back on his feet. But you know, just sitting there listening to him, he's trying so hard. Ozzy is trying his best, man. The guy is, I mean, he's Ozzy, man. I just don't, I the way he sounded, it was updated, you know, it was updated today. He just didn't sound good. He sounded like he was just tired and he's kind of just like just rambling. I couldn't make out, normally I could make out whatever Ozzy's talking about. I can kind of, okay, Ozzy's talking about this. I get it. I know where he's going, but I could not, I couldn't follow him. It's like, whoa, get get him off. Get him off, get him off the radio, play his, his single. It's his channel on XM, but you know, yeah, it's his channel. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He's the Oz man. It just didn't come across well. I hate to say that. I hate to say that because I'm a huge Aussie fan. And the single sounded great. Um, it's just hard to hear. For me, it's hard to hear Ozzy like that. Um, but I, I'm still hoping and wishing that we can see Ozzy back on the road next year or the following year. It's awesome to see Ozzy. He puts on a great show. Because when, when everything kicks on and they get everything ready for Ozzy, and say, okay, Ozzy, it's time for you to go on, do your thing. Man, he turns it on, and he is, he's a natural at it. He's been doing it so long. The Black Sabbath, you know, his solo stuff. And he's played with a lot of great, great guitar players, and that's what that the host brought up. It's like, man, you've played with some great guys. He's got Tony Iommi, Zach Wilde, Jakey Lee, Randy Rhodes, and on and on, the list just goes on and on. So it's it's great to hear the new Aussie music. I'm gonna try to play a little snippet here for you. Always sounds good, in key, great melodies, and that harmonica just it just makes it, man. It makes it. It's Aussie, vintage Aussie to me. Uh, I can't wait to hear the whole album. Because that's what I'm doing nowadays. Normally you get, they send you, um, when you purchase a, you know, a pre-order, you get, they send you the, uh, you get a download. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. Unless I really want to hear it. Something I'll, uh, I will, um. So, you know, I can't, I, I've been waiting too long. I, I'm ready. I want to listen to it right now. And I'll do that. But I'm sure the new Ozzy, the two tracks, the, the two tracks that I've heard are great, solid. I, I can't wait to hear more. And also this morning, I woke up and uh, uh, on Twitter, I saw Queensryche, Michael Wilton, Tweeting out, 
Facebook. He's always on Facebook promoting Queen's right. Um, they're getting ready to come out with their their album in in October. Yeah. Um. So I heard the first single off that, and then I've talked about that. You know how it reminded me of Silent Lucidity. Not as not as that not not that powerful, but it just it reminded me of when I first heard Empire and I heard um, Silent Lucidity. It's a deep song in this new this new uh, album. But the new song, I was expecting. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit outside and listen to this and. I felt the first couple minutes, maybe like three minutes, and then I was like, uh, all right, you're back at the same place you were uh, last album. And that's what that's what that band is missing. I'm a huge Queensryche fan. Always have been, always will be. Um, but you change up the heart when you take out you know, Scott Rockenfield and Eddie Jackson, just that chemistry. I mean, how could you break that up? There's no, yeah. I don't even know who the drummer, I don't even know the drummer's name for, for Queensryche. I mean, he's, he's doing the job and that's, I'm not bashing the guy. He's just filling the job. He just he's a hired hand. He's trying to get it done. Those are some big shoes to fill. I get it. It's not the same. You know, they've come out with the last couple albums, Queensryche, and they've had a you know a hit or two that I think personally, because I can go through an album and I I'll either skip, I'll say, oh, I don't like this, I'll move on. You know what? Okay, I'm still listening. All right. Save it, I'll go back. If I if I play it again, and I play it again, and I play it again, like man, I gotta hear that again. And then I'm I've already listened to it twenty five times because I'm 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 weird like that. If I if I like something, I'm gonna keep hitting it, man. Even if I'm traveling, there's been times where I've been I've you know, been on the road driving, you know, up north and it's like if I'm feeling a song, or if I wake up, you know, thinking of something, an idea that I, a project that I want to do, where we start getting together, and I start hearing something in my head, um, I would just keep keep it on repeat, keep whatever. It doesn't even have to do anything with the project or anything. It's just the music, the way it makes me feel at the moment. I can wear a song out, man, like fifty, seventy-five times in a row. That is crazy, right? That's crazy, but that's how much I love the music. I don't care if it's rap, pop, classical. <laughs> I don't care if I like it. I'll I'll hit I'll put it on repeat, man. I'll put it on repeat and won't be ashamed to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, I heard that song 65 times. Really? Yeah, you like it that much? Nah, I just wanted to. I was just feeling it that day. But that's 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 me. That's how much I appreciate music. I follow it. So when somebody makes a comment around you 
about a song. Oh, you guys are hanging out and they bring in, and you can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself and have an opinion, right? About, hey, well, remember how they did it this way? Or remember the original recording? And they're kind of looking like, dude, I just like the song. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm one of those guys that will always interrupt, jump in, and start bringing some factoids to the table so we can all talk, keep the discussion going. So I probably wouldn't be fun at your party. So don't, don't, don't try to invite me. I never get invited anywhere anyway anymore. So um, it's, uh, it's funny because people, sometimes they just want to hang out and they just kind of want to just chill. And they don't want to, you know, they've been working or whatever, or just doing whatever. And you're like, you want to talk about certain things. That's me. So don't don't invite me to your house or if I'm at the store or somewhere <laughs> and uh, you strike up a conversation, man, I dig it. I dig it. I dig talking. I love it. You have to. You have to, you know, listen to other people. I love listening to people's stories. I love to hear ex- about experiences, cool things that people have gone through. I love to hear your opinion on sports teams. And sometimes I like hearing, you know, some of the political stuff, but not too much because then it just gets deep and, you know, it's just crazy. So, yeah, uh, I, I dig dig all that. So that's why I have this this podcast. So I, I can do all that stuff, and you can kind of go in and, and watch the uh, the podcast or listen to it on Spotify at Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. You know, um, you can watch it, subscribe on YouTube, and I'm I'm up. What I say, up to twelve subscribers, y'all. That's that's great, man. I'm happy. I'm very happy. You're probably laughing at me going, you're a loser. You got 12 and you got a couple, you got like 10,000. Like, uh, I just want to get to 50 now. I know I was going to ask for more, but I want to get to 50 so I can, I can, you know, go live wherever I want because they won't let me do it on my phone. If I want to go live on my phone, I have to have over 50 followers. I don't have that. So maybe in a couple years, I'll be able to. Go live on YouTube on my phone. But anyway, yeah, um, so I put a lot of things out there. I want to go back real quick to the Dallas Cowboys and uh, training camp because, you know, I ran a couple of clips and uh, there was a, a, a deal that some one of the reporters asked Jerry Jones about. He asked Jerry about the accident he was in like two months ago. And Jerry just made it clear, like, hey, you know what? I just want to make it clear. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> As if, it's funny. Just check this out. Been around you, but never interviewed you. I appreciate the time and just a couple of minutes. I know they, they told me that you got, like, maybe three minutes with me, and I, that's all I can take. I mean, that I appreciate your time. So, Jerry, uh, talk a little bit about the draft. Uh, uh, when uh, uh, we're in the offensive line. When uh, hey Jerry, uh, can you hear me? uh, Jerry, can you hear uh, me? There's not a well. Just shut up and let me answer. Hello, Jerry. Are you still there, Jerry? Hello. 
Jerry, it's like it's like when you hooked up with a hot chick, right? You hooked up with a hot ass chick, and then you see her down the line. She's like, "You're like, hey, remember?" She's like, "No, no, go away." That's why I feel that Jer- Jerry's doing when he was asked about it. He, we were actually conducting an interview. I had the the biggest opportunity I have on this podcast to interview Jerry Jones. And then he disses me. I wasn't doing anything. I was not. He was just kind of just shooting it down. If you heard this or that I was on the phone doing an interview, no, that's not true. No, no. Jerry. No. Come on, Jerry. Remember me, Jerry? No. No, no. It's so disappointing. See, that was it. There's the evidence. Jerry, we were we had a connection, man. I was asking you stuff and you were yelling at me. And then you got all like fra- you just frazzled and then something happened. I just heard everything and everything just cut off. You were gone. So that was a bad day for for Jerry. And then that was the end. Of, that was just like my my 15 seconds of fame there. But anyway, it's good to hear that we have the training camps open. So that means we're getting ready. You know, they'll come out and they'll kind of put their shorts on and not even pads. They'll come out and kind of move around, push each other. You know, they'll push, push each other around and, you know, just be all just dressed up to the nines and their, you know, workout clothes with the latest Dallas Cowboy gear that you can get at DallasCowboys.com. And Jerry will have all the new gear and everybody. Stephen Jones. Everybody will have the the latest gear. You'll be able to buy it. And then a couple, maybe the next day, maybe the next day, they'll come out. They'll put on, you know, the the pads. Hit each other a little bit. And um, It'll be nice because it's not that brutal. Doing that, doing what you're doing in Oxnard, can you imagine them doing that here? Dude, there'd be IVs going around everywhere. It is brutal here. I mean, you go out for a couple minutes and it's like, okay, I'm going back in. Close all the shades, everything. It's like, it's it's horrible what you're seeing on the news you know, you've seen up, you know, up north in Dallas, there's houses that are burning up because this heat. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's not good. Um, you know, so if you're in this region, you know, make sure that you check on your loved ones, your elderly loved ones, you know, friends that are in need. Uh, check on everybody, man, because... You know, it's not a good time right now. Um, So make sure you guys do that. But like I was talking about, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are back. You know, what is Dak Prescott going to bring? How is he looking? You know, I can't wait to see some some video of them. You know, they're they're not going to touch him. Nobody's going to touch Dak. So I want to see how CeeDee Lamb... You know, that, that receiving core has changed. There's been some changes. And even, you know, the backup uh, in, um, for Ezekiel Elliott, there's been changes. A lot of changes have been, you know, moving around. And 
So it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, on the on the defensive side, that's something to watch. It's going to be good. Always good to watch that in practice because you got the new guys. You got you know who out there back there, ready to to light you up, and that's when the fights. And then when they bring in the scrimmages, it's it's awesome. Uh, I remember them bringing in the the Raiders when I was there, working out with the Raiders. I think with the Forty ers as well. Um, and that man, they start hitting and fighting. It's it's awesome. It's freaking entertainment. You're like right there, like you're you're right there in the trenches, just listening to all this this trash talk and this. Just the collisions and yeah, it's it's very exciting. You know, be out there on the morning, watching morning practice. And what was cool for me personally is when you you're there, you got that credential to be on the sideline covering it. And you see a fabulous like play. You know, when Romo was there, that's when I was able to go to training camp. So you were out there, and, you you know, you would have Dez. And, uh, yeah, there would be a lot of action going on, a lot of action, a lot of trash talking. It was so cool to be, you know, there because, you know, like, what I enjoyed was, like, you hear all the trash talking, and you're like, wow, listen to that shit. Listen to that. I mean, they are just fucking going at it. And it reminds me, if you played football at any level – and you're competing, right? You're competing, and, and you're not going to bow down to anybody. The new kid on the block comes in, and you're like, uh-uh. I'm not having that, dude. I'm feeling good. We got a new season coming up. I'm Get out of my fucking way. And then you're just just flapping at each other. And you're going, even these, these big linemen, <laughs> these big linemen, just going at it. It's, it's insane. It's something that you... Um, when you go in there, you're like, wow, I can't believe this is better than watching. I'm going to say this, but this is better than watching uh, some of the training that I've seen. It's like watching actual football, like through TV. Watching it right there on the sideline when they're going at it and talking. I, I, I love that. You know, Speaking of that, the, the XFL is coming to San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. We are all excited to have the XFL back. You know, we're happy that, how do I want to word this? I'm, I'm happy that The Rock selected San Antonio and gave us that opportunity to shine because I, I, I think that our city can do it. I haven't checked on the, um, the ticket sales because I'm, I know you, can, you could, could go out and buy you know, you pre-sell tickets. You can reserve your tickets. So, excuse me, you can reserve your tickets, your season ticket passes. And I'm sure they're coming with all that stuff and the merch and the store and everything. So get ready. I mean, get ready. And you won't have to pay 5000 like you do for a Bruce Springsteen concert. You can just listen to Bruce while you're at the game. I mean, for 25 bucks, maybe 50 bucks. Who knows? Who knows what the prices are going to be? That's going to be another thing because people are ready to tailgate. San Antonio has really picked that up. You know, for UTSA, when the Saints were here and you had NFL football, it was great to be a part 
of the uh, tailgate segment of, of that because it was like, hey, you know, being, you know, doing that where you, you hang out and you go out with your friends. I'm sure a lot of you have because you we love football. And you do this thing. We're going to do a road trip. We're going up to Dallas early. We're going to get some tacos and we're going to get some beers, some Clamatos and some Bloody Marys and keep the party going. We've been partying out. We're going to watch the Cowboys play the Cardinals. <laughs> and uh, so you're hyped up. You got your jersey on, and which I don't, I don't condone you wearing a jersey now. But it, it's uh, if you're under like 15, you're cool. But yeah, you got to give that up. Matter of fact, I have a bunch of jerseys. I just need to like, I need to look for some some good fans to hand them off to. Cause I got some nice jerseys that I've collected throughout the years, and I'm not a fan of that team anymore. I hate to say that. I hate to say that because uh, you know I was talking about the Dallas Cowboys. That was my my team. Now I'm a I'm a Las Vegas Raider fan. I just love it because of the uniforms. I've been a a closet Los Angeles. Well, yeah, I was an LA Raider, Oakland Raider fan. I have the little helmets and all that. I just I loved it. I, I loved the Raiders. I loved their edginess. And a few years ago, I was kind of just like, just kind of eyeing them and going, mm, okay, is it time to make the move? No, not yet. Not yet. Jerry says we're going to win <laughs> win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jerry says we're winning the Super Bowl, so I got to stick around just in case because you don't want to jump to the Raiders, right, or whichever team you like, and then the, the, you leave, and then the Cowboys end up winning. So you, so if Jerry promised at training camp, either Oxnard or wherever he, you, you always like, okay, Jerry, I believe you, man. You know what I'm going to go buy? I'm going to go to Academy. I'm going to buy my shirt and my jersey and my – I'm going to buy everything, dude. I'm going to buy stuff for my grill. Dude, I'm buying everything, the flags, I mean, Jerry, you can count on me, dude. Don't worry. I'm going to spend all of my money that I've earned this week on cowboy gear. So don't worry, Jerry. We're going to have your second yacht. You'll, you'll have one for one region. You'll have another one for another one. So when you go to Spain or whatever, you can have your uh, uh, your other yacht, the cowboy's yacht. Wouldn't that be something to go on that and see what it's all about? I don't think the last time I heard anything about that was that, um, you know, Jerry would they would bring his phone. These young ladies would bring a phone like a like a Hugh Hefner style. <laughs> I That's what it kind of reminded when I heard that. I was like, dude, no, Jerry, don't turn into Hugh Hefner, man. In his secret life, oh, you know what? I got a mansion over here. Uh, I bought a. Uh, I bought a. Uh, the guys from Pantera bought their houses. We're having parties over there still. <laughs> oh, that that would be funny. That would be hilarious. I'm joking. But it, it you know it's great that we're gonna start talking a lot of NFL football. And there'll be a lot more stuff we're gonna talk about on the music side because you know, there's a lot of lot, lot of news coming out. You know, I, I heard this new band. Uh, it was George Lynch from Dawkins. And I've, um, 
I've talked about George Lynch because I'm a huge Lynch mob fan. I don't know about you guys, you old schoolers. You old schoolers, like, do you guys like Lynch mob? And the other people are like, who in the fuck is Lynch mob? Lynch mob was a, a project. I mean, it was a great project. Anyway, George Lynch is back with a bunch of youngsters and a veteran at the helm. Um, I wish I can play some some music for you because it's really good. I'll link it up to my Twitter page. How about that? I'll link it up to my Twitter page, and, and you guys can listen and judge for yourself. Send me a message and let me know what you think of, of this new project that George Lynch have, that, that he has. Um, there was some video going on that Eddie Trunk from Trunk Nation put out there when he was hosting a private event here in, in Austin. And George Lynch was on stage with the guys from Lynch Mob, and they this was a couple weeks ago. They sounded freaking amazing. The singer was right on key. The music was there. George was just George Lynch was having a great time. It's good to hear. It's good to hear that George Lynch is still having a good time doing this. You know, these bands that'll come out, you see a lot of these bands kind of link up, like L.A. Guns, Faster Pussycat. They link up and, and, and come to your town. Man, there have, there's a lot of guys that are that are coming in, and they're coming in wounded, man. They, they've been road, you know, road warriors, and, and they partied. There's one guy that I'm going to bring up. A huge fan, a huge fan of this guy, Tammy Downs, is lead singer of Faster Pussycat. One of my favorites. I, I love his whole thing, man. The, the thing is, he's, he's friends with uh, Ricky Rackman, who's, who was the headbanger's ball head. He was the, uh, the host. We all watched that. If, you know, you, uh, you were in that generation. That's what we would do. We would go out and party, come in late. And you would watch Headbangers Ball. So, Tammy Downs. I, I love that guy. He rides motorcycles. You know, that's I, I just love the whole thing, man. He's a fucking rock star, right? But he was partying freaking hard. Like, the guy, I, I remember being in, I was covering a, a rock show, um, in Houston, it was like a Memorial Day party. They had a bunch of bands. I got a bunch of pictures. I should, should you know, post those up on my Twitter page so you guys can check them out. They're old school. Yngwie Mountstein. Um, there was Warren with, with Jamie Lane actually was singing at the time. Um, you had Sammy Hagar. You had Queensryche with, with Jeff Tate. Uh, who else? Um, that rat. Enough's enough. Faster pussycat. They had a couple of stages, and it was a big party, big party in Houston. So I was able to recover that. So we would go. I had my buddy with me, Adam. If you heard on this podcast, um, shout out to my boy Adam. And um. So he he was there. Uh, it was crazy because 
you know, I wanted to talk to Tammy Downs for because we had that pass where you can kind of, you know, kind of chat with the artist a little bit. And so he was coming off stage, and I'm like, "Hey, Tammy, what's up?" And he's like, "What's up?" And he, you can tell he was just like fucking just lit. It was mid afternoon, and he's like, "I start talking." He's like, "Ah, ah," he's just like all confused, and he's like, he just like, dude, I want to go party some more. I don't want to talk to you. And that was cool. I'm like. But he was just, I just noticed he was like fucked up. Like, all right, cool. And then it turns out that he was having some major problems. This guy would smoke a lot of cigarettes and, you know, he'd get on stage and, you know, he would light them up, just keep lighting them up one after the other. That was his thing. That was his go-to thing. And drinking the beer and just, just living the lifestyle. And I think it caught up to him. It caught up to Tammy Downs. And some of it was through social media where, where I saw this. So, you know, he quit. He had to quit. He had to either either stop or you're going to, you're not, it's not going to be good, Tammy. And he, he just, I think he kind of just opened his eyes. Like, you know what? I want to live. I want to keep doing this. I enjoy it. You know, I need to, uh, to listen to what they're telling me. And um, I need to do the right thing. And he, he has, he has, he looks great. It's it's cool. I follow his girlfriend on Twitter because I, I was like, you can follow that side and always get a lot of information of where they're at and what they're doing. Cause I like to keep up with that. It's like a little buildup to when you're they're coming to your town, right? Um, and that the bass player, Slim Tender, that guy is freaking hilarious. And and that's see that's the cool thing about it. In social media these days, you can. You can go viral doing shit like, and this guy, Slim Tender, the bass player from Faster Pussycat, he has two younger cats that are playing guitar, so he puts them through the ringer, <laughs> and he makes them do these videos, and he, I don't know if he talks them into it or what, but they, they're hilarious, they're great videos, you know, if you, if you got a chance, if you're on social media, go follow Faster Pussycat on IG, on Twitter, on Facebook, Go check them out. Just being on the road, they put out videos every other day. And there was one that Slim Tender did. I, I could not stop laughing. That guy is a fucking rock star. He's pure L.A., man. I want to party with him one day. Really cool, dude. I'll put a video up so you can check it out. Yeah, Slim Tender, he is, he is a, a golden god. <laughs> Speaking of spending a week on the road with your your favorite band, would you spend a week with Faster Pussycat on the road? <laughs> That's the guy that I was talking about yesterday or the day before. It was so lit up. He just like he just pummeled over. He was on stage, he was like out, out, drunk. So that that would be cool to hang out. I mean, even though Tammy's not drinking. You know, the other guys partake and he's quick. Tammy probably has his own bus and he's like, you guys, you guys go in the party bus in the back. You guys are following in their little entourage. But it's cool, cool to see. It's awesome to, um, to see these guys still at it. You know, they, they are the Hollywood scene. That, that's the cool part. Is, is watching these guys come out and still rock. And there's some guys that can't do it. I saw some video of uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses being on 
I think they're in Europe right now. Um, they were playing a show, and there's some video somebody put out, and Axl Rose was singing, and I was kind of like, whoa. It didn't sound good. I'll put it up right here. Check this out. That's pretty bad. But that's his style. I'm not dissing the guy, but I know we want everything to sound like the way it's recorded, and it didn't happen that way. Things change. The the age, everything catches up. Things start happening, and, and you, you want to rock. And sometimes your body's like, no, I can't do it, dude. I can't be fucking partying for the 20th day in a row. We're drinking beer, drinking Henny or, you know, Crown or Jack. I I can't do it anymore. Look at Steven Tyler's at. Rehab. But who knows what Steven Tyler of Aerosmith is is in rehab for. I I don't know. I haven't kept up with him. I mean, if you know, tweet at me, at Johnny Compion, let me know. I love Aerosmith. I, I and, and speaking of Aerosmith, there was a picture that was twittered out, or the, tweeted out, and it had uh, uh, Peter Chris and Joe Perry. So Joe Perry is jamming. I think right now he's jamming with uh, Johnny Depp before the uh, the Hollywood vampires get together again because Alice Cooper's on the road and. I think they're about to get together again. I think Depp is playing. Johnny Depp is playing with Jeff Beck. But anyway, they're all going to get back together and do their thing. But, man, I, I saw this this picture. Check check Joe Perry out. It's it's amazing. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, man, he looks rough. He looks rough, but he looks rough, but good. <laughs> He's a rock star. I'm like, whoa, what, <laughs> Joe, what happened, man? Dude, you should have went in there with, you know, and hung out with Steven Tyler for a little bit, rehab, and just, but f- didn't Joe Perry collapse a couple years ago or a year ago on stage? He went down to one knee. I've done that. I mean, I've, I remember being in Vegas, hanging out and partying, and then all of a sudden you're like in the third day binge, you know, just drinking. And just destroying yourself. And all of a sudden, it's who knows what time, what day, what place. And you're like, I got to get down on one knee, man. I need a minute. And that's the way Joe Perry is coming across. He's, he looks like he wants to take a knee any moment. Like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going down again, dude. Shit. But I, but I, I love Aerosmith, a huge fan. That's where it all starts from for me. I, I love those guys. I love to hear the stories. You know, when when Nikki Six or any other band comes out and, and talks about, you know, old stories, vintage stories of uh, Aerosmith, Zeppelin, you know, all the uh, the rock, the pure rock that we heard in the beginning. It's cool to hear because times have changed with music, right? Times have changed with music. Um, There's a project that I want to talk about. And this has been going on for a while. The, uh, The kid with all the kids from these major rock stars 
are are forming bands, right? You had uh, Scott Weiland's son, you know, do his thing. The guy, bass player from Metallica, you know, Trujillo's sons playing in bands, you know, filling in for Corn, and just amazing things that you're seeing. It's it's amazing these offsprings of these major rock stars. And today, I ran into that because I know that James Hetfield's son has a band, and they're they're heavy. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of Robert Trujillo's sons is playing with with. Um, he joined forces with um, with with James Hetfield's son's band, so they're they're morphing into something. It's good to see God. Right, we're losing a lot of musicians. A lot of rock. the music is is shifting. Everything is shifting, and it's going into a new uh, era of music. That's why I talk about Ozzy, and talk about you know we we've lost a lot of great musicians, and times are changing. So when you do hear, you know the the thirtieth anniversary of Southern Harmony and the music compassion, you're like thirty years. Wow. I remember when it first came out, opening that CD pack and putting it in. And, you know, time is flying. So it's good to hear that. It's good to hear good music. You know, speaking of that, well, I think it's like, what is it? There's a 30th anniversary of Ride the Lightning. I'm not sure if that's the accurate, but it's I guess it's over 30 of Ride the Lightning. I remember when that came out. Seeing Metallica ride the lightning with, with Cliff Burton. That was great. It was like $13.50, $13.50 to go see this, to go witness it, to go drink beer underage. That's what I was doing, just to go see Metallica ride the lightning. Shit, that was a good time. That's what it's all about. So... Speaking of, I, I digress there. Speaking of these offsprings of these great musicians, I heard a song today by Lars Ulrich's son. It's a two-piece band. Take a listen to this, this band. I'm going to put the link up on my Twitter page. Follow me at Johnny Compion and, and see who the band I'm talking I'm not going to bring it. I want you to go to my Twitter page and check it out. Go and check out this video because... You got to watch the whole thing. I can't play it here. They, they're going to flag me and, and kick me off or whatever. So so follow me on Twitter. Check out this band. It's a two-piece band. It sounds like some, it, it's freaking amazing. It's great. <sighs> Pure talent, man. Pure talent. Like I said, when I hear something, when I hear something, I'm going to share it with you. You got to go listen to this. Like I told you about that George Lynch I'm going to put that up on my Twitter page as well. There'll be two up there that I want you to hear. There's a project by uh, George Lynch. That he came out with a couple of young cats that, he, that he's doing a, a project with. And, and I saw some, um, some live footage earlier. Whenever I started kind of, de- you know, you know, digging in deep and kind of trying to see what it, this band's all about. But then they're, they're all like standing around the stage and, you know, and they're doing this live and they're like, uh, and they're asking George something. He's like, He's like, they're like, oh, we forgot what we did. And he's like, no. He's like, it's everything that I've done, that we've done with Dawkins, 
morphed into one. So just follow my lead. Boom. Good to hear. Sounds great. I hope you enjoy it. It'll be on my Twitter page, at Johnny Compion, on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Tweet at me. I am me. Just give me some love, man. That's all I want. Just just give me some love. Uh, show me some more support. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. You guys are really doing really good. I, I've... I'm not. I'm gonna just put this out there really quick. There was one of my videos that I put out last week, and in one day it like broke huge records. It was good. It was for me it, on my scale. This was a huge accomplishment. Accomplishment for myself. So go out, support my channel. It it, it helps me out because I want to keep this going. I I want to keep having fun and talking about stuff, even though I. I get buzzed out on my beer and um, just kind of sit back in the man cave and, and kind of blab a little bit. But, um, yeah, I appreciate all all the support, man. It, it's really great to uh, to get, get the love. I feel it. It's awesome. I can't wait to keep, you know, getting more feedback and hearing from you guys. It's awesome. I'm getting, I got to answer some, some IM, DMs. People are messaging me, asking me questions. Now it's it's kind of become one of those things like it's a twenty four hour job, man. You got you got to keep to to keep you guys informed and and you know not let you guys down and and keep you guys kind of engaged in what I'm doing and what's next. So I really appreciate everything that you guys have done. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch up on the flip side. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. And you can also support the podcast show on anchor.fm slash Johnny5150.